Welcome to Talkie Talk, the podcast for the mediabyus.com. With me today is Chris. Hello. Brent. Hi. DJ. Hi. And David. If you're listening to this at 1.5 speed, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but today uh, we're talking about our homework from last week and then getting into our special topic, which we'll save until you hear it when we do it. <laughs> so our uh, homework from last week was assigned by Chris. It was a new Netflix original movie called Shimmer Lake. Which I kept uh, mistyping as Glimmer Lake and all kinds of different <laughs> comments. Sprinkle Lake. <laughs> as I was watching this movie, I completely forgot the name of the movie until like, like it's like an hour and ten minutes in when they finally mentioned Shimmer Lake. I'm like, well, oh yeah. yeah. Put you in a hole in oh, Shimmer yeah. Lake. Shimmer Lake. <laughs> yep, that's where the meth lab was, on Shimmer Lake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I assigned it, so I'll say a little bit about it. Um, I was interested because it was a bunch of comedians doing serious roles, and they they build it as a dark comedy, and I didn't find it that funny, and I didn't find it uh, that dark. The best uh, part was the, was the comedians being funny. Yeah, it was Ron Livingston and Rob Corddry. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, and uh, Adam Pally. Adam, yeah. the the continuing gag about Adam Pally's reaction to not being able to sit in the front seat. Uh, yeah, I yeah. thought was paid off pretty well. At yeah. the first, he's like, "This guy's freaking out," and it's every single day. Yeah. Well, because because the movie starts with uh, a big you know splash Friday, right? And you don't realize that when they splash Friday. Friday is the last day in the week. Well, that's dumb. But <laughs> it's, it's the last day of the story that they're going to tell. And it's going to mm-hmm. count back Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, the day of the bank robbery. Um, so you see Friday and Adam Pally uh, sees... Um, uh, who is it in the pasture seat? Postman. Oh, the postman. Like the random postman <laughs> uh, in, the, in the front seat. And just like has a colossal fucking freak out. Mm-hmm. And I really think that that first 15 minutes would have kept that that comedic pacing for the rest of it. Yeah. I would have been on board. Um, but... I thought, the, I thought the funniest part was the FBI agents, like, totally setting up that movie trope of... Uh, like, oh, yeah. You think we're going to come into town and take over yeah, and step on your toes? Like, but, like, you know, I need you to know I'm in charge here. And they're like, we're like the D team. <laughs> yeah, and like, so we're totally cool with that. <laughs> like, well, we're actually the B team to the D team. The D team. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those two were, were fine for the 10 minutes they were in the movie. I know, man. They, they got introduced near the beginning, and I really thought that they were going to be more, uh, more involved in it. And then. For the latter half, they're really minor. Well, yeah. they show up on that one day, and you're like, well, that's it for them, then. Because yeah. they're not here for yeah. the rest of the movie oh, before right. this time. Yeah. As soon as they do, like, the, uh, you know, Rain Wilson goes to bed, and then they go Thursday, it's like, oh, Like, now we know how these stories end. Is Rain Wilson dies, someone with the tattoo that says, <laughs> two-time champs, <laughs> shoots him. Wait, did like, he die? He did die. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he, did. he got shot at the end of Friday. Yeah, he got shot at the end of the first day. Oh, the watched the whole movie like thinking that was the the idiot kid. So he he calls uh, what's her name Sophia so- Sophie. He he calls yeah. he calls the woman the kind of. I mean, I remember the scene where they get shot. I just and he's it was he's the, standing by the, the died in the hotel though. That's so dumb yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. He's standing by the lake, and then the car finally pulls up. He's like, "Babe, what took you so long to get here?" And she said, "Zeke sat outside my house all day." And then he goes to get in the, the passenger seat and an arm sticks out and it says two time champs. Yeah. Which is the tattoo that very clearly Ed has on his arm. So you're meant to think 
kind of stupidly that like Ed's the person who drives off with the woman at the end. Except now, somebody coming from somebody who missed the like major plot of the movie. They didn't set up anybody to be a ruthless killer except for Zeke the whole movie. Yeah, like it was blatantly obvious it was him the whole time to me. Yeah, like nobody else had the part to do that. I feel like and and what a pointless twist that it was actually his kid. That Ed Jr. was actually his kid. Yeah, I feel like they, you know, I didn't really love the movie, but they did set up Ed in that he's a character that's talked about, and you don't see him until the last day. I did like that. Yeah, that was good. But the whole bank robbery scene, it was like, oh, well, it's obviously not him. It's Zeke. Like, he knew it from the get-go before the, like, twist was delivered. I appreciated the Shadow Man stuff of Ed and the Ed's laying low. That's the only thing that I was like kind of surprised about until they started the bank robbery and it's like, oh, Ed's an idiot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, based on my, you know, prejudices, I assume that when they finally say that he was the star quarterback, it's like, oh, okay, this guy's probably an idiot too. Um, but until then, I was like, maybe Ed's this like ruthless dude who like, you know, like murked Chris Morrow because he was trying to, you know, infringe on his lady friend who was playing everybody or he like was wise to the plot. If you go process of elimination, any character you meet the entire movie, everybody, everybody's incompetent except for Zeke and except for the femme fatale. Yeah. Yeah. So you can process of elimination where the movie's kind of going. Right. Yeah. Well, even Adam Pally's not... The only thing that Adam Pally struggles with, I forget his character's name, but he's the the other cop with Zeke, um, is that he doesn't ever miss a beat but he's always behind by a step mm. and that's that's his only flaw is that he's he's back a pace from everybody else nothing good happens to him nothing bad happens to him but he's just like he's the new kid in town um not actually because he you know sees chris morrow and like freaks out i did like they use the like backwards memento structure to, to a little bit of sorry to a little bit of comic effect when zeke talks to him about seeing this uh lady named wendy <laughs> And then because of the previous day, you see that, like, oh, he's talking about, he's lying. He's just enjoying Wendy's takeout food <laughs> late at night. Yeah. I thought that was, that was kind of funny. Yeah, and the, the one part that kind of worked for me, I thought it was kind of funny, was the, the FBI agents thinking they saw, like, one, uh, oh, yeah. Ron Levinson thinks he saw a, a naked boy run. Yeah, who's the like, meth-headed yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah, I think the reverse structure is kind of a gimmick that only pays off some jokes, but doesn't really pay off any of the drama. Yeah. It's kind of confusing, too. Like, it wasn't done well enough for me not to be confused. Agree. And it's also, it struck me as the kind of gimmick you use when there's, when, like, the movie would not be good at all if told chronologically. Uh, Right. 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 Like, Pulp Fiction is a masterpiece. But right after that, everyone was using, like, a discontinuous narrative to make a simple, uninteresting story like cool, yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like in that mold. Yeah, yeah. I I think probably the only, uh, unsurprisingly, during this movie, I fell asleep watching it. Um, <clears throat> but it was during Act Three, and which is the you know finally it's Tuesday at the bank robbery when Zeke is, I think, pretty funny, um, in that Ed doesn't really know what he's doing. He's forgotten the combination of the safe. You know, Ed's handcuffed to the table. He drags the table over to the safe to, like, help him do the combination. And then doesn't leave it there. Drags it all the way back to, like, (laughs) where it was supposed to be. Um, But, yeah, I fell asleep for all of the bank scene as soon as Rain Wilson walks back outside as the lookout. 
and I woke up during the during like the last part where um, the end of the end of the day Tuesday where mm-hmm. Rain and uh, Chris sorry I forget Rain's character also Andy but, and Andy and Chris are sitting in the car getting pulled over um, and I rewound it and I was like I better know what happens and it was exactly what happens because each day told the way that you expect it to be told is verbatim. Yeah. yeah. A couple of jokes I like to pay off because I think the only benefit of this movie, I thought it was actually funny. Like some of the stuff that, that pays off. I do like, it doesn't use the reverse structure, but when Rain Wilson tells, uh, when Andy tells the, the slow guy, Chris, turn on the radio. And he turns on the radio and it's like some classical music and he's just like, Oh, and smiles. He's like, why would I be telling you that? It's like, why would that be what I meant? <laughs> Check for the burglary. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. And uh, oh, and it was just kind of amusing when the, the femme fatale says like to the FBI agents, like, what? Yeah, I was there when they pretty much were had blueprints and were drinking coffee. And then, naturally... You see that, that the exact same thing did happen. Right? Yeah, it's it's TJ stopped by uh, middle of the week. It was basically the day I watched it, and I told him that uh, before he had watched it that the if I had one word to describe this movie, it would be unambitious. Yes, and yeah. I think that no Written matter by a college kid, kind yeah, of what it felt like no matter what your scale is, this is going to hit right in the middle or right below. Because it's not a bad movie. It's just, no. it's a simple story. Sim, sim, sorry, let me start that again. It's a simple story simply told. Yeah. yeah. And it has an interesting plot device, but I mean, it's not like 1942. We're not talking about, you know, like the advent of color. Like this is, you know, Pulp Fiction and Memento are high points of this device. And right. they just use it. They don't innovate on it. Um, so... I'm glad that I saw it because I can clear something out of the gigantic fucking advertisements on Netflix. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not a recommendation. If you've got a slow day and you're home it's sick, really like, turn it on. That's yeah. a, a good thing for it. It's, it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. Yeah. 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 I, I, I didn't mind it. I'm a sucker for small town crime kind of thrillers. Like, I like that kind of stuff, especially set in northern climates, which is yeah. why Fargo hits me in the sweet spot. Twin Peaks. <laughs> Twin Peaks. Love Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just was for a little bit, yeah. and now it's gone. One quick thing to talk about. Uh, it's another Rain Wilson stinker, though. I mean, I don't want to call this movie a stinker, but, like, he wasn't good at it at all to me. It was just him doing more stuff. I just feel like he's gotten, he got so typecast by viewers with the office that is the best movie he's done since then I think was probably super and that was just because it was crazy like he wasn't great in super I really like super though I love super but yeah. I didn't have anything to do with him right I kind of I kind of like the rocker he was that, that one was actually fine yeah. it surprised me how good it was but he's, he's had a track record of doing like uh, the last Mimsy was a movie I was actually really excited for it wasn't good he wasn't good in it which Mimsy was he the last one. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was the penultimate Mimsy. <laughs> but, I don't know, there's another thing that's, that jumped yeah. out at me. That, not somebody who's made particularly think, good things for the past I think decade. he's an insanely talented comic actor that just hasn't yeah, found it again. Hit. Yeah. I mean, Dwight's one of the best TV <laughs> characters of all time. Yeah. 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 
I did not have strong feelings about this uh, movie. I watched it with my fiance, and she hated it. Really hated it. Uh, but uh, I merely disliked it. It's <laughs> all like I just I didn't even dislike it. I was just I, kind of indifferent. I think I have not done a letterbox review or anything, but it'll probably be two out of five. Yeah, I'm gonna probably have it two and a half. Yeah, average movie. I think I had it three, just because you know those kind of movies are fill the day. Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing is this exactly. mo- this movie felt like it was desperately struggling to be middling. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, I'm more with Chris on the humor in it. I just it didn't like I I was the jokes the the jokes I would just sort of like huh, you know yeah. kind of like they, I didn't hate them but they just didn't really it was less do a lot for me. LOL ROFML there were some parts LMAO so weird and more just like exhale out your nose sharply and missed so bad like uh what's his name Higgins what's his first name John Michael Higgins John Michael Higgins yeah like him like he had gotten like Tweety Bird hit in the head like I don't want to go to school today when he yeah. was shot in the back of the head just like felt so weird and pushed and I didn't understand why yeah like that whole part of the movie could have been gone. That is also what made it feel like a '90s movie. It's like some gay panic homosexual blackmail scam. Yeah, well, I mean, that would be like. I mean, that made I know it, he's a judge. Yeah, that makes anything make sense. Like, they all have to die because yeah. they're all at fault for whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, you but, could figure out someone with the judge. Besides, said, yeah, that yeah. that trope, right. I guess of a yeah, is unnecessary. Although I did I did giggle when. Uh, Rain Wilson opens the door and the male prostitute doesn't just exclaim, he screams in a high pitched tone for like 10 full seconds. That was the only part of the movie that made me laugh. Uh, the, yes. the shit joke, too, was just like, why is this in this movie? Yeah. The, it's so dumb, it doesn't make any sense. The secret pooper. That's and, just real weird. And also, just like, he does, like, a like he snorts some meth and is like, Oh baby, I'm not hungry. I just this the drugs just like give, make me need to poop, and that's like really it was, it was just, yeah. yeah. That twenty minutes, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But in summation, we seem to be have it put somewhere in the range of bad to eh, all right. Yeah, bad to it made me giggle, which they're not mutually exclusive, but in this case, uh, they're still not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bad, bad movies can be funny um, for not the reasons why they're bad. I thought Brent was about to rock out a dab. What? That was Glimmer Lake. I was just trying to make sure that people knew that I was still the millennial on the cast. They do, they do say the word Shimmer Lake in it, so point for that. Yeah. Yeah. But they remind you of what movie you're. I think at one point I also watching. looked up Crystal Lake and they would Camp Crystal to, Lake took me to uh, Friday the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Speaking of Shimmer Lake, <laughs> <laughs> we're going in deep with our a new draft. <laughs> anyway, with the NBA draft about to take place this upcoming Thursday, we thought we'd take advantage and do another apocalyptic team name movie draft for the rest of your life. So the rules real quick is we are going to pick movies based on a NBA team's name. If anyone says a movie based on that team's name, that team is eliminated. We will go in a snake draft. And again, these are the only movies we can watch for the rest of our lives. And since there are only 30 NBA teams, we added the two most recent names from the NBA 
that yep. don't exist anymore. So there's a Bobcat and a uh, Supersonic. Supersonic. Walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hilarity ensues. Then a random draft order earlier today. David's got the first pick. Yep. All about Brent, Chris, and then me. Like any team with the first pick, they've done their homework ahead of time. <laughs> and I am going with Michael Mann's Heat. Ooh, nice. Solid pick. It's a nice line. long movie, all kinds of actors, thriller. Uh, love that movie. I'm going to love it for the rest of my life. <laughs> that wasn't even my heat pick. So really. Body heat? In the heat of the night. Huh. Mm. I'm, taking, uh, I'm taking just pure fun with my first pick. So I'm taking Kingsman, the uh, oh. Secret Service. I did not have that. Uh, also, my not my King's movie. Yeah, what I didn't. Also, didn't want. To, I did not want us to, to take another Lion King movie. <laughs> I actually had three kings if I was going to draft it. Does um, somebody write these? Or I am. These? I'm doing them now. Cool. Excellent. Also, Return of the King now not eligible anymore. Oh yeah, except for those uh, Albuquerque returns. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Uh, for my pick, I'm going to take a, a, a big contender off the board. Lots of. Uh, Movies associated with his name, but I think the best, I'm going to take Raging Bull. Oh. Not my bull <laughs> movie. I was going to have Bull Durham. Me too. Cool. You guys like baseball movies. They're stupid. Yeah. That is fair. Check your bias at the door, guys. <laughs> my number one movie on the board is still available, so I'm going to take it. The Wizard of Oz. Nice. Oh, no. It was in my top ten. I was really hoping Not I, my would, wizard. I would get to watch The Wizard. Oh, the was, NES movie. Yeah. With it's good and all, but was it The beloved amazing. Jenny Lewis. <laughs> yeah. T. John Jameson, you get to go again. Snake's uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a thriller for this one. I'm going to take the Pelican Brief. Oh, that's a good one. That that's rewatchable. Yeah. Uh, people who have paid attention to our uh, polls have known that I am not a stranger to this movie franchise. I'm going to take The Warriors. Nice. That was up there on my board. That was my next off the board. Yep. I was gonna take the single warrior. I'm with, just try- uh, Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if there's a uh, if there's a draft that we do where I'm not dead last in fan voting. <laughs> probably not. But <laughs> yeah, I'll probably. Oh, back to me this time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Since I've got the Kingsman to uh, boost my spirits, I'll take. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I struggled between that and Sunset Boulevard. I did too. Wrote them both down. I had uh, Little Miss Sunshine. That one too I thought about. For my son. All great. Rewatchable especially. Alright. So it goes back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two overall draft board pick is still on the board. Nice. Ooh, take it. I'm taking a super underrated movie. You should see it if you haven't seen it. All that jazz. Yeah, I've got it. It was on my list. It's a movie about choreography and like ballet and dance, but it's like so cool. It's really good. It's like a magical realism movie about that. Nice. And you get to go again, sir. Oh, yeah. So, let's see what's still on the board. I'm going to go with. uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with. So, I had to cheat a little bit with the Pacers. Yeah. Because there's no movie normal kind of feature film that has pacer on it. So with the pace, I'm going to go off of space. <laughs> pace is in there. Alright, I had the pace that kills, so I'm glad I didn't have to drive that piece of shit. <laughs> but I want a fun comedy. I got heat, I got all that jazz, comedy time. Alright. 
I'm now looking just to make sure Star Wars can't be taken in this draft. <laughs> <laughs> using wordplay. I can take the Warriors, so. Star Warriors is that um, No. Uh, okay, with my third pick, I am taking... Uh, Magic Mike. It's not it's not a great movie, but it's a uh, it's a it's a rewatchable movie for me. I'm taking Maverick, the Mel Gibson western oh, yeah. of the nineties. I fucking love that movie. It makes me laugh. Super entertaining. It's yes. very entertaining. Uh, just actually watched this movie maybe three years ago, um, and I think this is hilarious. We'll watch it again. Eighties comedy, uh, Uncle Buck. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Wasn't that in the last draft too? Didn't you have Uncle Buck? I think you did. With the Buccaneers? Two drafts ago. I think you took Uncle Buck. Fine, I'll watch it twice. (laughs) Uh, On to me. Uh, I'm going to take this one because it's Timberwolf. There were no movies with Timberwolf. I shortened the wolf. I'm going to take The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. I had picked out a movie called Timberwolf. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, David took off his face, so I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just realized that. Yeah. Uh, and this one, which I feel like is a steal, and I want to know if anybody else thought of it, because I'm on Desert Island, I get to listen to the Beatles for the rest of my life. I'm taking Magical Mystery Tour. Ah. The movie. Uh, I was looking forward to taking Magic Mike. Well, I had Practical Magic set up. Let's see. We got deep fast. We did. It's getting way tougher now. Let's see. All right. Since I want like a a weird German undertone to my uh, <laughs> desert island scenario, uh, I'm gonna take Grizzly Man, the Werner Herzog documentary. <laughs> I, I put it so low on my list just because I was like, I don't want to watch that movie now. Much <laughs> less forever. I think it's so depressing. I had Grizzly Man pretty high too. Yeah. I think that you could, if like the opposite of your Wolf of Wall Street, just have sound. And have a really great time with that. <laughs> just Werner Herzog narration disconnected in your island life. I thought I think it'd be pretty funny. So I also was would have taken Grizzly Man, but I strongly considered the 1976 movie Grizzly, just because of this picture on IMDb. Pretty good. Crouch for the rocket launcher. Fighting a bear. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, me this time, uh, and I'm picking another picking another movie from my childhood that I liked a lot. Uh, I'm going with the Rocketeer, the nice. Rocketeer. Oh. I had a bottle rocket. I my rocket too. movie. I'm a bottle rocket. David doubling up, double up, David double dribble. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna pick. Um, Let's see here. Which way do I want to go with that? I'm going to pick... I'm going to use the Atlanta Hawks and go Bone Tamahawk. Oh, nice. Nice. Tamahawk? It's a Doug Benson favorite. Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk. You guys seen Bone Tamahawk? Why do I want to say that? Tamahawk. Bane Tommy Hawk. (laughs) Bane Tommy Hawk's really good. Kurt Russell and uh, uh, Richard Jenkins is really good in it. It's a neo-western that goes in a crazy direction. Cool. Nice. It's it's pretty fun. And uh, with my next pick, I think I'm gonna get a little little. Uh, should I go highbrow now or highbrow later? No one cares. Fuck it. I'm go gonna to you, go. Unibrow. I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Uh, yeah. I enjoy that movie quite a bit. Nice. And I think I could use a rom com. 
I love that movie. It's good. That was going to be my next pick, so good good call, I think. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, only because I haven't seen the comedy that would be associated with this team. Uh, it's a big blind spot for me. I'm actually going to take a James Bond movie, Thunderball. Oh. oh. I was so excited to get Days of Thunder. Or, tro- or Tropic I Thunder? I love Days of Thunder. Yeah, that's, I haven't uh, seen it. Oh, I think you couldn't think of a comedy associated with that team. No, I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pick a movie I haven't seen over one that I have. So, oh man, Trump of Thunder's good. You yeah, see it, man. I, like I said, it's a big blind yeah. spot for me. Trump of Thunder's great. I picked Days of Thunder ahead of it. I think it's one of the most rewatchable sports movies ever. Hmm. I love Days of Thunder. Well, yeah. It's hard for me to care about a racing movie, even a good one. Like I'll grant you. Man, you're talking like I asked you about the one. The one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the one with Thor? Did you see that one? The, the racing movie he was Rush? in? Rush? Had a, had a horrible name. Rush? Uh, Rush. Yeah, yeah. Cream. Nope. It was Premium really, something is the bike cream. movie. <laughs> I just like really, Cream at first, like Cream of Thunder. It was really good. I'd recommend it. So it goes to Chris. Is that right? Yeah, I'm trying to keep track of the, the teams that are gone now. Uh, the Suns are gone. Mm-hmm. Kings are gone. Mm-hmm. The wizards are gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're starting to starting to hit the dregs. <laughs> little, little ground. I think the there coffee. are only two movies left that I've even seen. I've got a, I got a bunch left. Mavericks are gone. Not and a bunch. That's Warriors. a lot. I've got a few. I don't believe I've got like four. Okay. So. We're basically at the halfway point. I'm the only person who's keeping track of this. So And you're what, doing a great job. What we have left are the Celtics, the Nets, the Hornets, the Cavaliers, the Nuggets, the Pistons, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Sixers, the Trailblazers, the Spurs, Raptors, Jazz, Bobcats, Supersonics, right? Yep. Alright. So I'm gonna be taking the Lakers off the board. And I'm going to be taking a stupid monster thriller. Like yes, Placid. that was my Lake movie. I had a documentary about auditioning of the Laker girls in 1990. <laughs> that was going to be my pick. Uh, so I get back to back. Sweet. Two movies I've seen and I like. So I'm I'm down. Uh, taking a musical with my next pick about the signing of the Declaration of Independence. I had to watch it in high school and I loved it. It's called 1776. <laughs> Oh, I was wanting to check out the spirit of '76, which is apparently where uh, people from 1976 time travel back to 1776 <laughs> to to ask uh, advice from founding fathers. Weird. <laughs> I actually that, recommend the musical; it's good. Yeah, that that was going to be my pick. I found out that Mr. McFeeny from Boy Meets World is uh, John Adams. Yeah, <laughs> which is just crazy. Uh, I'm going to take a thriller with my next pick, The Net. Ah. Uh, Yep. The net's so weird. I had a different net movie. How recently have you watched The Net? Well, it's probably it's been over a decade. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet that has aged watch, poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, watch the hacking scenes. Is it, is it like hackers? I thought you were just going to talk yeah. about Dennis Miller. <laughs> it's aged poorly because of Dennis Miller. I had, my net movie would have been Kind Hearts and Coronets, like an old Alec Guinness movie. Actually, it was so, the one that had the word of the team I was trying to use. Yeah, Coronet. Yeah. It's a bigger word than the word I was trying to use. <laughs> That word is in my word, you fool. So it goes to Chris. Yep. Yeah, this is it's hard. It's getting tougher. So I think I'm gonna take the sequel to the actually the final to the trilogy, 
Um, I'm going to take the girl who kicked the hornet's nest for the shot hornets. I've never seen any of that. I had the green hornet as mine, which <laughs> wasn't good. But yeah, the first it's the Swedish one. The first yeah, Swedish yeah. one I think is better than the Fincher one. And it's the same yeah. team, director, star, and mm-hmm. and Lisbeth from it. Yeah, I completely Elizabeth forgot about that. Solander. I would have taken that too, only because I haven't seen that. That's the one story of the three that I, I don't know. Uh, <coughs> all right, I will you take something, something fun to do. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Finish the story. S- something, something new. I'll have to yell at Chris's island across <laughs> the water. Tell me what happened. What, what happened next? She doesn't get raped in this one. <laughs> oh, I bet that's real good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm taking the last movie that I have seen. Uh, it's not great, but you know what? It's a basketball movie. Celtic Pride. It's not bad. <laughs> Is it about the Boston Celtics? It was one next to so, the board yeah, in 21. A Wayan brother, I forget which one, and Dan Aykroyd. Damon, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Uh, they, uh, they kidnap a... It's, uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd and what's his name? Daniel Stern? Yeah, Daniel uh, Stern. Oh, that's right. Wayans gets kidnapped by Daniel Stern and Dan yeah. Aykroyd. Yeah, I, I got some of, the, uh, some of these lesser-known ones for myself. I got the IMDb plot summaries. <laughs> Two overloyal Celtic fans kidnap their opponent's star player in order to guarantee their team a championship. Oh, I've well, seen that movie more than one. Yeah, I was so excited when that movie came out, and then it was just like, eh, not good. Yeah, <laughs> but I've seen it more than once for some dumb fucking reason because that's what I do. David, you get to double pick in the drags. Double pick the drags, dog. Uh, let's see what hasn't been picked. I'm gonna go. Uh, you want the teams again? No. Okay. For the Raptors, I'm going to go the short form of it. As a Toronto Raptors fan, I can authorize it. A mile. Uh, for Raps, I'm going to go Cedar Rapids. I like that movie. I, I like that movie quite a bit. I'm just, I don't think I'm an Ed Helms guy. I don't know. Why. He's good. The The best part of the movie is John C. Riley and... Uh, David Kechner. The the mayor from uh, The Wire is pretty good. Or the, the senator... Oh, right. Clay Davis is yeah. really good in it. And Anne Hayes is like the only role I've ever tolerated her in. But she's Jesus Christ. real charming there. What? <laughs> I was going to pick Raptor Ranch. <laughs> it looked awesome. I was, I was really, I'm really disappointed now. I won't be taking Roger Corman's Raptor. Fear <laughs> will never be extinct. <laughs> Starring Eric Roberts and Corbin Birdson. Uh, and David Fear. For your second movie? Then I gotta sift through some drags. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm an Oscar guy. Never seen this movie. 1933 Best Picture winner. Uh, Cavaliers, also called the Cavs. I'm gonna go Cavalcade. I had the gay Cavaliers. <laughs> Just because. In, in the, the description of Cavalcade is it's a cavalcade of English life. <laughs> From 1899 to 1933. Seen through two well to do Londoners. And why not? (laughs) All right. This movie has uh, 7.4 on IMDb. Not bad. Uh, It's got Jimmy Stewart and Janet Leigh. The Naked Spur. Yeah. yeah, A bounty hunter trying to bring a murderer to justice is forced to accept the help of two less than trustworthy strangers. All right. I'm going to take In Kind with my podcast persona, Mm -hmm. uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, there's an animated movie, and I'm taking it. Is it the one that's coming out next year? No. Oh. Yes. Yes. 
It's the, one, it's the one where he loves chili dogs and going fast. Because that's all that new Sonic the Hedgehog likes doing anyway. And when I was looking up, I saw there was one in 2018. Some guy who won like a Best Animated Short before. I don't know if there... Has there been a feature length one before? Probably. Uh, probably. But. Sonic the Hedgehog things are stupid. The, the guy who directed Where the Wild Things Are is directing one that's coming out next year. Really? Yeah. Spike Jones. Tim? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. That's weird. I looked him up. Did, that was isn't that Spike Jones? Yeah. Let's see. Or did he just write it or something? No. Maurice Sendak wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Uh, oh, no. He was visual effects guy for that movie. Which, oh. well, they were good. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> My next pick. Uh, w with TJ's, like... Really scared of not having anything to masturbate to. It's dessert. <laughs> dessert. You need some variety. <laughs> Going with a, In case Wolf of a movie called the, the Blazer Girls. Check this out from IMDb. <laughs> a group of private school seniors want to raise money to buy a new bell for their school. Why? Not sure. So they hit the idea of prostituting themselves, naturally. Problem is, they're all virgins. <laughs> so I take the Blazer Girls. <laughs> And then pick two, uh, pick, pick two, is completely different. I take a movie from 1936, starring uh, one of my favorite actors, Humphrey Bogart, uh, The China Clipper. Huh. Yep, that was gonna be mine. It's got good reviews and an actor I love. So doing that, and that's it for me. An embarrassing pick with the Blazer Girls trying to that redeem. Closes them. you out. Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you leave with the China Clipper so it makes it look like Blazer Girls was your last? <laughs> oh, I'm not a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you took Sonic. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, we've got Bobcats, Nuggets, and the Pistons left. Cool. I have a feeling I know what I'm gonna. That's my last pick. I don't want it. <laughs> hmm. But anyway, uh, Chris, is that right? Chris mm-hmm. is next. Yep. Yeah. Chris's last pick. Mm-hmm. So, the nugget seems weirdly sexual, so I need to Google it to make sure. <laughs> the Eric Bana comedy? That was my nugget pick. Yeah, it's well, an Australian movie with Eric Bana where they find a gold nugget and it changes their lives instantly. It's a comedy. But it's Australian, so it's probably just a movie. <laughs> According to Flight of the Concords, it's probably just all about, like, dicks. All the jokes are, like, poop and dicks. Because they make fun of... Uh, it's right up your alley. Oh, maybe. <clears throat> Alright. Yep. Yeah, for my pick, I'm taking the Nugget. Be it pornographic or otherwise, the Nugget is my pick. The Nugget is my pick. <laughs> so, yeah, that... <laughs> I could tell about halfway through your research that I needed to navigate away from the nugget <laughs> and find something new. So, I don't know what this is. Um, it's a 2016 documentary called Bobcat 100. Yeah, that was my pick. <laughs> is it about a race? I don't know. No, it's about a, a hundredth season of a high school football team and they go undefeated. It looks oh. interesting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I should have picked it instead of Blazer Girls, but, you know. <laughs> you gotta be honest, right? Yeah. You gotta be. <laughs> hey, David. What you picking? Didn't I illegally spy on somebody? Isn't this pick forfeited? <laughs> 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 All right, so the only movie any I'll of us... I'll trade you for next year's pick. Oh, you can have it then. No. 
The only movie anyone could find that has Piston in the title. What else they, What else does that team call themselves? That's it, really. I couldn't find it. I looked up nicknames and it was just like Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Dr. Detroit. Yeah, there are better movies than the one that you're about I to have to talk about that. You also can't get out of this <laughs> with your, uh, what were your two? Yeah, space, <laughs> space or office space and, uh, and uh, what's the other one we made fun of you for? Cedar Rapids? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you have to take the Japanese dark movie. Yeah. It's my curse for being clever about the team name. <laughs> and giving me your list because I didn't have time to repair. Yep. So I have the Piston Raijo Hill. The Detroit Pistons were once known as the Bad Boys. Fuck no, you gotta take no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, That's think, my golden parachute I want to offer him because I didn't do any research. I used David's list. All right, to well, be fair, jokes. Bad Boys was a specific kind of team. From nineteen uh, right. from nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta take the shitty movie, sorry. Yeah. You can trade you can trade away Cedar Rapids <laughs> if you want to take Bad Boys. It's, it is a trade of Cedar Rapids. For Bad Boys and Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Raptor Ridge. Bad Boys or Cedar Rapids in as, this movie. As a Toronto Raptors fan, I wanna see trade. I wanna see the Raptors pick not go down in <laughs> Eric Roberts infamy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna eat the biscuit. The piston Rajohan. A nineteen eighty seven Japanese probably rape porn movie. <laughs> oh, that was so funny to me. Yeah, there's no summary available anywhere, anywhere on, on the internet I looked, about it. I looked for a while. I looked for longer than I care to be on the internet for. Any, it made me really uncomfortable to be on the this internet. <laughs> it's like any, any descriptions of it have been uh, removed by the people who worked on the film. You gotta go on that part of the internet, it's like 90% of the internet. The dark web. I was about to be like, oh, I'm going to look it up. But I'm on my work computer. I shouldn't do that. If it's been described as Japanese rape movie. The only way I could get to that is looking up the only two keywords for it were like Pinku, Aiga, and Roman Porno. Both of those, they had about seven of the top ten movies with those keywords having the word rape in it. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the curse of the number one pick. The Mister Irrelevant is very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> He's still gonna win the goddamn fan vote. It's like at the end of the NFL draft, someone has to pick Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's terrible at football and he's done some shit. Charles Pending. <clears throat> okay, four decisions so, pending. I'm right? super happy with my team. I'm pretty happy with my team. <laughs> my anchor is pretty rough. <laughs> it's the only movies I can watch. It doesn't mean I'm going to watch it. That's the one where I'd be like, I'm just going to bury this in the beach. So you're, you're on this, you're on this deserted island. Beautiful woman crashes. <laughs> walks up. She's like, Oh, cool. You have movies. What the hell is this? So to wrap it up, David. Yes. Your team are. You, you, your team are. Your team are is heat. All that jazz. Yep. Office space. Lo- loving it. Bone Tomahawk. Fun stuff. Or Bone Tamahack. I get both. <laughs> Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. So good so far. Cedar Rapids Asterisk. Still fun. Cavalcade. 
Hey. Piston, raise your hand. No comment. <laughs> Brent, you are saddled, saddled with Kingsman, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. Maverick, The Rocketeer, Thunderball, Celtic Pride, Celtic Pride, sorry. The Naked Spur, and Bobcat 100. That'd be like a fun weekend on TBS or TNT. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty good programming block. Yeah. Uh, it's clear that Brent buried the movies that he wanted below his first two picks because he needed, he could. I feel like your Kingsman Eternal Sunshine. Uh, I didn't want anybody else getting We're those. taking King and Son from other people. And you got Maverick and Rocketeer, which feel like Brent ass movies. <laughs> I love Maverick. Yeah. Great, great pick. Anyway, sorry, I was. Interjecting my commentary. Uh, I'll skip me. TJ, you are The Wizard of Oz, Pelican Brief, Wolf of Wall Street, Magical Mystery Tour, 1776, The Net, The Blazer Girls, <laughs> and then The China Clipper. <laughs> I want to emphasize that The Blazer Girls were picked before The China Clipper. Humphrey yes. Bogart had to wait. <laughs> and then, That's a pretty good billing, too. Yeah. I like that. And my first shot at getting out of the bottom of the four of us is Raging Bull, The Warriors, Uncle Buck, Grizzly Man, Lake Placid, The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, Sonic the Hedgehog, and then The Nugget. <laughs> I, think people, I think people are going to respond fun. positively to that list right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a good one. This felt easier than the football one. It went deeper, I feel like. It, it, it was the draft went deeper until we got like it clearly wasn't until the last two rounds that we were picking from the bottom. Yeah. And if you would have picked China Clipper first, then it wasn't until, you know, the second pick in the seventh round that yeah, we were actually right. reaching. That was fun. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Who's got homework? Brent? Nope. David then. No. Nope. David? Is it TJ? It no. is David. Brent. Because really our, our last you. our last three have been on Golden Pond, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Shimmer Lake. Lake. Uh, I, I tried to carry on your on Golden Pond. Yeah, it is David. That's right. Is it a water based movie? I can make it that. I, ha- I actually didn't really. All right, for the homework, I'm going to pick a movie. Oh, in have we done color or black and white? <laughs> Moving motion picture. Um. That's less uncomfortable to watch than my last pick in the NBA draft. <laughs> so still pretty broad there. Uh, I'm going to pick a musical movie. Ooh. But not a musical. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it is going to be... I got two. I could either go English language or Swedish. Let's go Swedish. Alright. <laughs> uh, I hear this movie's really good and it is a uplifting movie. It's a lot of fun. It's from a Swedish director who's done some other stuff. It's called We Are the Best Exclamation Point. Alright. <laughs> it's about three uh, young girls in Sweden who form a punk band. They have no musical talent or instruments, and everyone tells them they can't do it, but they form a band. Nice. All right, movie about music and uh, with some. I heard some strong female characters in it. Whoa, ninety-seven percent. And this is available on. This is going Netflix. to be Amazon Prime. It's also on Netflix okay. and Netflix. <laughs> Maybe only Netflix. <laughs> nice. But it's a little more off the beaten path than uh, John dies at the end. I guess. 
My last one was John Dies at the End, and I feel like that that was probably one of my worst ones. Welcome. Besides the one I didn't, I didn't see. Welcome to the swamp. <laughs> but we are the best. All right, nice. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. And that does it. This was Talkie Talk, the podcast for the media by us.com. Please visit the site. Uh, connect with us through these means. Twitter at the media by us. The media by us at gmail.com is our email. Facebook groups may be movies by us, TV by us, games by us. Love to hear uh, from you for any podcast topics. Please subscribe to us and please give us a rating. We appreciate everyone who has done so so far. And I want to say thanks to the Willow Walkers for the intro music. Thanks for being the show notes to the outro music. And want to give a shout out to the uh, the home game. It's a charity trivia game for the Athens area homeless shelter. Uh, they're having a trivia game on June 25th in Athens. Who's it hosted by? Hosted by the organizer or the trivia hosts? <laughs> the people here who would be able to comment if they're hosting. <laughs> I just ruined the momentum for that, didn't it's I? It's fine. No, it's good. It's pretty yeah. late on a Friday. But it's hosted by your our very own TJ and Brent. They're going yeah, to be the yeah. hosts for the evening. Going to an amazing cause. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll actually have a... Lots of silent auction items uh, to bid on, and 100% of that goes to the shelter. Yes. It's a really well-done shelter, and uh, one of the items is advertising spot with us for three months, which isn't great, but if you want to come spend 20 bucks, we'll talk about your business for a minute. Yeah. Every podcast and for yeah. even 12 if you weeks. Don't, even if you don't have a business, if you want us to say something embarrassing or funny, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be obligated to do it, and yeah. we will spend... All of every part of forty five seconds yeah. doing that. I will I will write you a legally binding contract. <laughs> I can do that. Um, but no uh, no racist stuff, homophobic stuff. No last names, but if you want us to say something silly for uh, you know, twenty bucks, it goes twenty bucks goes to a great place and we're happy to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, that was the podcast. I want to say thank you guys for doing battle in the draft arena again. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, TJ. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. The, the piston. <laughs> 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 All right. Well done.